another episode of How with Mal. And today I have a great friend here. Her name's Riddy, and I will let her tell you all about her story. Because I know that you were born in India, is that's, that right? Yep, that's correct. I was born in India, raised in East Africa for 13 years. And then um, when I was 13, me and my family moved to the United States. Yeah. Oh wow, oh wow. And then you stayed, you came here to Reno or? We did, we came to Reno because my dad's brother had, and his family had moved here 10 years prior to us. And so we had like a home base that we could come to um, as opposed to going to a big city and getting really culturally shocked. I think a smaller town, especially Reno 20 years ago was a lot smaller than it is right now. Yeah, that's great. And right now you're the owner of? Zuri Floral Design. I started uh, my own floral business. It's a, exclusively we do wedding florals. Um, and I started, launched that in 2018. This year was supposed to really ramp up for us, but due to COVID, a lot of our weddings have postponed to next year. So you're pretty booked up for next year then, huh? Yeah, we're slowly getting more um, inquiries in, but for the most part, yeah, we've booked up for the earlier uh, summer months and then, you know, looking forward to the later months. I think people are a little on edge to see how the next few months play out and next year plays out, especially engaged couples before they start the booking process. Sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, there are just so many unknowns. You so know? many variables that are going into planning. They're, they're holding off on um, a lot of their venues, selecting venues, selecting Regulation. Venues, all yeah. of that stuff. So there, I think a lot of couples are just waiting it out and maybe towards um, the beginning of next year, a lot of bookings will start coming in for a lot of vendors uh, and our company, yeah. Very cool. That's good. So yeah. yeah, you're excited for a busy, busy year ahead. Busy year ahead. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, tell us all about how you started this whole journey. I mean, where did you get your entrepreneurship um, from? Is it from your dad or from your mom? I think it was both of them. Um, growing up in Africa, they kind of shifted gears. They had a spare part company for cars. Um, which my grandfather had left my dad and his brother. Um, and my dad and mom, they were very into cooking, Indian cooking, different styles of cooking, and they decided that they're gonna shift gears completely and you know, start open a Indian restaurant, wow. which they did. That's quite a change, huh? A complete change. Yeah. And you know, we had a well, they had a very successful Indian restaurant in Arusha, Tanzania. I remember my brother and I loving to go there just to wash dishes. That was like our favorite thing yeah. to do at the restaurant. And, you know, at the end of the night, we get like a Fanta or a Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, cheap flavor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very cheap flavor. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah. love it. And um, did you have a favorite dish or... There's something that she made, they made that you liked? There were a lot of dishes that were really popular. They still continue, um, my dad still continues to cook a lot of those items that um, were really popular at his restaurant. Mushroom Zika, which mm, you've tried. Yeah, so um, good. And then chili paneer was another one. And, and a lot of his chicken dishes, he really, they both really put a lot of heart and soul into their cooking and it really translates in the flavors and the taste. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And how did you um, go from that and uh, probably finish school here and then starting the floral design business? So I, I started working at a um, country club, Montreux Country Club, when I was in my early 20s um, and kind of fell in love with the wedding process. I worked as, as a um, assistant to the wedding planner at Montreux and then quickly learned a lot behind the scenes of how to put on a wedding. And for the longest time, I really thought, you know, wedding planning and event planning was my path. Um, but somewhere along the way, I fell into designing florals, getting really inquisitive about that. I took a course at a local uh, family-owned company in town, Sparks Florist. They were offering a course through TMCC, and, and I kind of took that as a two-week course just to see if it was something that I was interested in. Um, that didn't really stick for a year, and then I went back and was like, huh, you know, this was something that I, I really did enjoy. I enjoyed that course, and I enjoyed being around flowers and designing um, with them. It was there a particular moment where you're like, why am I not doing this for a living? What do you remember like a certain day that you had? I think it was more so just getting to the point where I'm like, I want to do something creative. And I don't think there was a point in a day that stands out to me, but I think it was a slow progression, very natural, slow progression um, into falling in love with the floral industry and floral design. I have been an artist for, or self-proclaimed artist, I guess I should say, for a really long time. I love painting, I love drawing, I love all those skill sets. And I think floral design is a different way of painting and uh, using the nuances of flowers to really build um, a design and a composition that's really beautiful for weddings. Yeah, that's awesome. You're creating, you know, nothing, something from nothing. Right, just like a canvas. Purpose. Yeah, yeah, just a different uh, medium. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And then tell me about your journey at starting your business and, um, you know, um, what was your goal from the beginning and what's your goal now and then kind of take us through that journey. It was quite a process. I, I battled a lot with myself um, and, you know, setting up tasks, which I think you were a great resource for me and, and really oh, helping me, <laughs> really helping me break down the really big tasks into smaller, you know, to do's, which are manageable and easy to get through so that it's not an overwhelming um, decision. My Starting from the beginning, I knew that I wanted my Instagram to look a certain way. And I know it's not about uh, numbers and metrics as far as Instagram goes, but it's more putting a portfolio out there and right. a certain brand um, right. and your brand to reflect your style. And that was my main goal that first year. And slowly but surely, I worked towards it. I um, gathered content you know, made a lot of connections in town with a lot of wedding vendors um, with the Reno area and the Tahoe area, um, which was awesome in building my brand and building uh, brand awareness to my community. Yeah, of course, um, everybody, you know, they start shopping online on right. their phone now these days. So yeah. 
I mean, Instagram, it is, you know, crucial to... It's a wonderful tool. Marketing tool, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, like you said, you know, shopping online, it's right there. People, you know, they want to bypass, like, chatting with you on the phone. They want to yeah. see, you know, get... They want to your work. They yeah, let's get to the work. meaty let's stuff. Get, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so they see all that stuff. They're engaging with it. And hopefully they it's engaging enough to them, it resonates with them, where they inquire and they're like, oh, we love your style. We love all these shooty-outy blooms that are going everywhere. Um, and that's that's kind of my hopes for for the future, too, to yeah. attract clients like that. And that's um, a good point, I think, that you brought up, is that, you know, these days, people want to get to know you first digitally right. before they reach out, before they have that first um, point of contact. So that's why it's so important to have a great digital presence, um, no matter what business you're in these days now. Oh, absolutely. I think it's also a way for people to connect with you without having to break the ice, so to speak. This mm -hmm. is a way that they're breaking the ice with you. It's a wonderful tool and they get to know your personality. And if you know you jive with their personality, I think they're more um, inclined to reach out. Absolutely. And um, so you're self-taught then, you're self-trained? I am. I mean, I did the basic training at Sparks Forest. It was just like a two-week training. Um, it wasn't anything formal, just kind of the basics of how to take care of plants and flowers. So I did a lot um, of design work on my own and just watching videos on YouTube, um, taking courses online, yeah. and just honing in my craft and honing in more um, knowledge about flowers. I think that was really important and where I want to stand within my community, in my designs and uh, my aesthetics. I know that's so funny because once you have that hunger inside, you know, all the resources that I came and talked today, all the resources just kind of come to you. Right. You know, because you, you are focused on that and you seek it out and then you it, find them. So. Right. Yeah. You attract it all back, back to, to you. you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I right. fully believe in that. Absolutely. So you started at 2018. Um, so how was it 2018 for you? Um, and then how was it last year for you? And how was it this year for you? So 2018 was interesting because it was the year that I got married. Yeah. Um, so it kind of had to take a little bit of a backseat for florals. Um, and then 2019 for for Zuri Floral Design was really engaging with uh, local vendors in the area. So we did a couple weddings. Um, there were smaller scale weddings. We did have one towards the end of 2019 that was on a higher scale. Um, but for the most part, it was a really quiet year, just a lot of behind the scenes and, and building our brand um, that year. And then this year, it was more so targeting a client that resonates with our style and um, and that market because we want to move towards a more luxurious style this way it gives us more creative reach uh, to do different things get really creative do one-of-a-kind pieces for our clients yeah and, you know that comes with a certain type of, of budget budget yeah. yes absolutely i yeah. see yeah i mean that's the dream day yeah the bride's been thinking about this since they're little girls so you know they want to make sure that it comes true yeah and i think floral is a huge part of that day the a huge part of the ambiance and everything so 
Um, so Definitely yeah. sets the tone, tone for everything. For everything. And you know, with floral design, our number one thing is to just draw from the natural surroundings of the area that we're in. Um, whether we're foraging responsibly from the area just to weave in those items into our design so they just seamlessly match the environment. Yeah. I think that's our number And by one foraging, goal. you mean your mother's backyard, right? Yeah, my mother's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of pear, pear trees, trees and, and yeah, all sorts of I things. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Gotta, gotta be resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you, um, you know, get the inspiration uh, for a particular wedding? Do you start out by the bride's colors or um, or you just kind of meet them and you know have conversation and then once you kind of understand their personality there's like a picture that comes to you how do you so we do a lot of uh, design exploration with our couples oh, I see. Um, along with their event planner and a lot of our couples we're finding especially this year and moving into uh, this the weddings next year they have hired on an event planner a wedding planner very smart. Very, very smart, smart. decision, <laughs> especially when you're dealing with something like COVID. They yeah. are able to pivot and help you, right. you know, with your postponement. Coordinate the vendors. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah there's because so many components that go into so wedding. Many, yeah. So many moving parts. And so I think that's like the number one thing is having a team of vendors, your event planner and floral can, florists can actually work hand in hand um, where we design with them in mind, our clients in mind, what they're drawn to. And then we would love to build unique designs with, you know, the shooty outy tendrils going everywhere yeah. as though a bee or a butterfly can just like weave and fly through all the flowers and, you know, do their thing where it's not a constructed, but more natural looking design. Um, and I think those clients, they tend to be attracted to our work. So, so you, when you first started, you didn't worry about conforming to the industry standard or um, tell yourself, okay, this is what everyone else is doing in Reno, so therefore I need to make my floral arrangement to look like that. You kind of just said, this is me. This is what I wanted to do. Right. And, you know, and this is what I design. So if you like me, then, you know, this then is you'll hire you, me. Yeah, this is I, what you get. And, you know, that was a really conflicting point for me. I think um, just figuring out whether I should go with the flow of, okay, you start here and then, you know, you go to this next step and then you go to this next step. And there are tiers of steps you have to go through to get to the luxury market. Well, I wanted to surpass all of that. I was confident enough in my brand and the brand awareness and my designs that I wanted to surpass that. I mean, I know there are things you have to learn along the way, which I did. I, I have learned a tremendous amount and I still have a ways to go, I'm sure. But just to surpass all of those, those steps and put myself in a position where I'm catering to a, a more luxurious market, um, brings me more f creative freedom and more design freedom where I can propose all these different proposals to my clients where you know a budget isn't really a restriction for them. 
Um, it's more so what kind of goes with their style and what they're drawn towards. Yeah, and what they had envisioned in right, their head. Right, and bringing all of that to light and, yeah. and to life. And that's our main goal. Um, we just did a wedding, which, you know, you, you helped us with. It was so fun. So it much fun. It was a beautiful wedding. The clients were amazing clients, um, dream clients. They had a dream vendor team and an amazing event planner. The point that stands out to me the most from that day was seeing them. They did like a reveal, like a first reveal yeah. to the clients um, of their tent, of their reception tent before the guests would come in. And it was such a transcending moment for me because I see the sheer joy in their eyes. Like this is their day yeah. and all of all of the beautiful flowers, all of the beautiful, you know, textiles and tables and chairs and all the little paper details, everything is for them celebrating their day, building that atmosphere for their family and friends to enjoy. Um, and just seeing that happiness in their eyes, that was, it was amazing. I mean, I broke down in tears. Oh, yeah, priceless. It, it uh, was, it was just seeing how happy they were with yeah. the outcome was yeah, it sealed it. That makes it staying up till two, three in the morning worth it. It really did. I slept maybe like four hours that week. That whole week. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a week. Oh my gosh. Well, um, so how do you see Zori Floral in the next year, two, three? Um, we definitely are looking to grow, but stay small at the same time. I think that's kind of the key to keeping it a more bespoke style and um more more intentional and intuitive style of designing we don't want to get too big for for our own good we just kind of want to you know stay small and really take on a limited amount of clients per year and weddings per year so that way we can ensure the best service to our clients the best uh customer service to them and really perform on designing really beautiful one-of-a-kind um, designs and florals yeah absolutely definitely about quality and over yeah, quantity over yeah. quantity yeah and that's kind of how you build your brand and that's what's happening for you and that's your future yeah so absolutely. that's very exciting it is it's an exciting time 2021 will be will be a beautiful year that's great that's yeah. great well um is there anything else that's coming up that you want to share with us or um nothing nothing as of yet we're kind of just reshuffling right now um rebranding and doing a lot of behind the scenes work since we have an immense amount of time right now before yeah. the hectic uh year ahead um i am offering small little bouquets here and there so if anyone is interested in flowers, please feel free to reach out. But yeah, that would be yeah. great with the holidays coming up. Yeah. You know, if you want to do, um, you know, classes or little tutorials, I think that yeah. would be so fun. Yeah. So that's definitely something um, that I'll be working on and thinking about. And, yeah. You know, stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Comment below if you want to see it. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for stopping thank by. You. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks. Thank you.